0: welcome back to return to oz minute the podcast that analyzes the 1985 disney classic return to oz one triumphant minute at a time i'm Tierney Steele,
1: and i'm mike carlucci and we're joined once again by our special guest pete mummerd from the indiana jones minute hello
0: welcome back thank you Ah, oh, well, you said you were enjoying this movie, and I don't think anyone could not enjoy Minute Ninety Five. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with Dorothy using the ruby slippers, and it ends with the restoration of the Emerald City as a glow over the hill. Um, yeah, I had questioned Dorothy's wisdom last minute in putting changing her shoes. While a building collapses around her, but she had a plan. <laughs> Should never have doubted her. Her plan was to make a very long and complicated request, and then click <laughs> her heels three times. Personally, yeah, I-, I think saying "Get us out of here" and humming the State Farm jingle would do just as well.
2: But <laughs> now,
0: I was Sorry. really curious
2: about this because I, like I did, I did, I guess I have no idea how the ruby slippers work. But I, th- I thought they were just a transportation device. But do they grant any wish at all you make? Because she makes a bunch of different wishes here, and they all seem to come true. Uh,
0: Dorothy makes her own rules.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: when, when they were doing the guessing game with the Gnome King, I had a lot of questions about how she thought all this was working, but it, it just seemed to go. Uh huh. It does make sense that because she knew. She knew the ruby slippers had been used for more than just getting her home to Kansas. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she'd taken them off the witch, the wicked witch wanted them. The Gnome King used them to conquer the Emerald City. So I guess she just kind of figured, eh, they're magic.
2: Okay. As yeah. long
0: as I as long as I click my heels together three times, that activates the magic, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's like rubbing a magic lantern.
0: Yeah. I, I guess so. Um yeah, we, we get a close up as she's clicking her heels of these ruby slippers that Disney paid so much for, and I feel bad because apparently they were notorious for shedding the beads that are on them. So I can only imagine what this heel clicking did to them. Oh yeah, but they they look great. Good job. Um, but yeah, Dorothy wishes. Dorothy wishes that they would go back to Oz. Well, that that. Everyone here from Oz would go back to Oz. All the stone people would be fine, and the city would be restored. Am I missing anything?
2: <laughs> no, that, that's a lot, though. That's that's a lot of uh, a lot of work for somebody.
0: This is lawyer Dorothy is back. <laughs> the Honorable Dorothy Gale has returned.
2: Yeah. She's like subclause three. I want the Emerald City to be restored. Uh, paragraph four, part th- part two. I want to make sure all people are restored to life. Like she's got the whole.
0: I mean, I, I do love that we from Oz includes Mombi
2: because
0: uh, they flash. So we see the green flashes of the Emerald Ci- people coming to life in the Emerald City. Uh-huh. I, I'll, we'll talk about that more. Um, they appear in the field right outside the city, so they're kind of looking at the skyline, sort of. And then Mombi also appears in her cage next to them because she's from Oz. <laughs> so I appreciate the uh, the accuracy of this.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if that's how I felt as a kid but now that I'm an adult who's worked with lawyers it's a,
2: it's a great <laughs> touch <laughs> well uh, here's an adult who works with lawyers question um, and this might be a dumb question but are Nurse Wilson and Momby the same person?
0: yes well they are definitely portrayed by the same actress well yeah right but are they, they like are, are they
2: like does Mambi remember everything that Nurse Wilson did and Nurse Wilson knows everything that Mombi does like they, they go back and forth between each other
0: I don't think so. Okay. I think it's like Ray Bulger doesn't know. Well, he does because he's the actor, but I can't remember his character's name in Kansas. You know, like those guys on the farm had no idea that they had doppelgangers in Uh Oz that were Uh the Tin Man and the Scarecrow and the Cowardly Lion. So I don't think it works the same way. Like, Like, I think they're just supposed to be... D- Doppelgangers, again, or, or alternate Black Canaries, or whatever we're calling them. I, sorry uh-huh. for those who don't watch Arrow. Um, ooh, sorry for anyone I just spoiled Arrow for. <laughs> but it's like season five or six, so come on, guys. Um, one person who does go back and forth, or remembers previous, is the Gump. We get another reference to his previous life. Oh, yeah. Zombie Gump is back. <laughs> says this life is stranger than my last one and my notes say prequel please in all capital letters
1: <laughs> Yeah that's kind of an interesting line because we're sort of led to believe he was just an ordinary gump in the woods and he's like oh this life is stranger than my last one it's like
0: well what what happened in your last life <laughs> Well that's why we need the prequel Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be great if it was just forty minutes of him just like walking from tree to tree, munching leaves, <laughs> chilling.
2: Well, I'd like a prequel to a lot of this stuff, like a lot of these nice little shots we get. You know, like you get uh, the Tin Man comes to life in mid swing, and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. wondering, like, what was he swinging at, and what's the the Lion comes to life yeah. like in mid swipe.
0: <gasps> yeah, I didn't think of that.
2: And I like, were... I, were they fighting somebody at the time, or what happened?
0: Were they maybe fighting the Wheelers? No, they hadn't evolved yet. We decided.
2: Yeah.
1: So the weird thing with with that is the only so the the only enemies you're presented with are Mombi, uh-huh. the Gnome King, well, the Gnome King and the Gnomes, uh-huh. and the Wheelers. The uh-huh. Gnome King and the Gnomes doesn't appear ever set foot in Oz, you know, as a, an army. Mombi's one person, so it's the Wheelers. But the Wheelers are very easy to defeat. Uh, you know, I don't, uh-huh. I don't know why the Gnome King would necessarily have to then turn everyone... Well, I guess that's why he had to turn everyone to stone. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. Otherwise, Mombi and the Wheelers could not actually take over the city.
2: No. <laughs> that's no. a good point. Yeah.
0: Um, I absolutely adore the, the dancing women who now uh-huh. have heads again because their heads are oh, really yeah. Sword, apparently. Yeah. That, yeah. that magic works. I love that they just keep dancing, just look super confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And
2: I have is a is a oh good no it's just they're
0: looking around they are confused but they keep going
2: (laughs) yeah and I love that part because it's it's a shout out to my uh, good friend and we were talking about mimes last minute and fellow lover of Return to Oz Sean German Um, (laughs) this scene reminds me so much of Xanadu I don't know if you guys ever saw Xanadu but this scene with the stone dancers looks exactly like a scene out of Xanadu with the lights and the way their their dresses and the way they turn from stone it's fantastic.
0: I, I only saw Xanadu once and I was too young to be under the influence of anything, but that's kind of <laughs> what my memories feel like of it. Like if you yeah. asked me to describe Xanadu, I would sound like I had been tripping out of my mind the entire time, <laughs> but I was like 11. So that's not what yeah. was happening.
2: No, <laughs> well, that's the movie. Yeah. You got it right. <laughs>
0: it's like someone was flying, but also there were roller skates. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I'm glad, yeah, Sean German is another person that we uh, corrupted, but in the best way, <laughs> into watching this movie, because I actually met him at a, well, I, we refer to it as a Jerry Porter show. Technically, it was a Dick Dale show <laughs> in which Jerry Porter appeared, for the record. Um, and I, I was describing my movie, which not everyone had heard of, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Only there's a talking chicken. And I just love that Sean was like, I'm in. I went home and watched that. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: like, that makes me so happy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad he liked it. He, he, by the way, absolutely loathes Xanadu. So oh, that's our main point of contention with each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So uh, I I guess while we are restoring people to life here... We will restore our uh, Movies by Minutes mandate. So we had said all we wanted with this podcast was to get more people talking about and watching Return to Oz. <laughs> so uh, you are one of our success stories. You had not right. seen this movie before, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Never had before. So For, for listeners, any... confetti okay. is now raining down. <laughs> is, it, is it big confetti or is it like the little tiny confetti that they throw in a couple of minutes?
1: Oh, it's a it's a ticker tape parade. Okay, okay, that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: So was it just because we wouldn't stop talking about this movie that you needed to know what we were going on about, or?
2: Yeah, you know, I didn't even remember this movie like being out, and you guys, like, you mentioned you were going to be doing this movie, and I was like, "Return to Oz," because I I really really liked the original movie, and I liked the Wiz, and I was like that's funny. I, like I have no recollection of this movie. And then like th- I read about it a little bit and I was like, that sounds really weird. I, like, I think I'd really like that. And so I checked it out and I was like, wow, this is really not at all what I was expecting or not what I would expect from a, a sequel or, you know, whatever it is to return or to uh, the wizard of Oz.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think um, that has been my favorite part of trying to tell people about this is like, well, it's a sequel, <laughs> but not really. <laughs>
2: Is the, uh, is the woman who comes to life reading the book, do we know who she is? Because she reminds me a lot of the original Dorothy.
0: She's just a random person as far as I can tell. Okay. Unless, like, you have any uh, insight that I didn't come across.
2: No, I just thought she kind of looked like the original Dorothy. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know anything about her.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, she's got a great look. I, yeah. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> um and I was curious, like, the, the wheelers don't change. So does this mean that they were always just these same guys and they're, they, they, they don't change back to anything? Like, they're just kind of these mischievous, nasty guys yeah. and they'll, they'll always be that?
0: I enjoyed our theory that... You're right, she does. You could pop her and meet me in St. Louis. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, I enjoyed the theory, since time makes no sense in this movie, that actually... Hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years had passed in Oz, and the uh-huh. Wheelers had evolved. Oh, okay. I I think that has been one of my favorite, like... I like that. ...answer to everything. Uh-huh. Because I like that. Because you can see a lot of the people who are coming to life that aren't dressed in the Grecian outfits are in uh-huh. the late 1800s outfits. Uh-huh. The Wheelers' clothes are kind of reminiscent of clothes from that time frame but they're clearly you know they're they're not a straight late 1800s outfit uh-huh. but you see the coattails and stuff like there's there's just enough of a suggestion so i like the idea that the survivors of this apocalypse
2: <laughs>
0: became the wheelers over time
2: oh, i like that too and i have I, no I, proof yeah.
0: for any of this <laughs> it's just a known fact <laughs>
2: I like that. And I love the wheelers. Like, they're just so weird and creepy. Like, I don't, and they're never really explained. I love all of that.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. There is no explanation. (laughs) I have just as much chance of being right as anyone else. (laughs) Actually, I think, like, the books definitely say get more into it because Mike found that horribly disturbing description of them on the Ozwickia from the book, so... I guess there probably is more backstory to them, but as far as the movie goes, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and in, in in the books, they're just the Wheelers are just another creature. They're not really mom. They're not anyone's henchmen. They're kind of pranksters and jokers, and they just evolved wheels as hands. <laughs> it, it yeah. So it, you would think, oh, the Wheelers must definitely be part of the transformations. No, nope, uh-huh. they, they exist in <laughs> Oz just anyway. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: They're just doing their thing. Yeah. Guarding trees that they can't pick things off of.
2: <laughs> yeah. So do they represent the status quo? <laughs> oh,
0: that's very disturbing. It's <laughs> bad status quo.
1: <laughs> um, uh, I've got one note from uh from the script from, from earlier before we go too far off the uh mm-hmm. off the minute into just Oz talk. Uh-huh. Uh, so in in the script, instead of one long uh, kind of wish or request mm. uh, Dorothy first transports all of them out of there then you know the gumps is his thing then momby appears and then she makes another another statement in the ruby slippers uh, commanding the emeralds to be returned to the emerald city and everyone who has turned to stone be restored to life so she she kind of splits it up mm. sort huh. of like oh first i'll use my power to beam us out then i'll use my powers <laughs> to restore the city okay which which is a little bit, you know, a little bit different. Uh, she doesn't, yeah, she still, she still clicks her heels and then makes a request, but uh-huh. kind of does it bit by bit, as uh-huh. you would imagine maybe the Gnome King did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. She didn't just say, I've only got one, one wish left. I better put everything
0: <laughs> in it. See, but I kind of like that. The, the grace under pressure of uh-huh. doing the whole thing. The
2: presence of mind. She had to do all that. Yeah,
0: Exactly.
2: Did you guys ever determine if uh, the Scarecrow stole the emeralds from the Gnome King?
0: Oh, okay. So what we came up with was the Scarecrow did not steal the emeralds, but he was the sovereign when the (laughs) rightful owner of the... Or the person (laughs) with a claim to the emeralds made their dispute. But it's all... Moot because instead of pursuing a legal course of action, the gnome king turned everyone to stone and kidnapped the king. Oh, okay, okay, so he kind of he, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? He he vetoed his own, uh, you know, like even if he had a legitimate claim, it didn't matter,
3: uh huh,
2: because
0: uh-huh. he destroyed an entire civilization. Okay, okay,
2: Interesting. Cool.
1: We'll, we'll we'll just swap from from the law to sports and just say that the uh, what there were two penalties so they were they were declined,
2: okay. <laughs> offsetting.
1: Yes, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> penalties offset each other. No king still goes, still deserves to yeah. lose. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I had originally re- written the note to go back and look and see if that was a real lion, and I can say from rewatching this minute several times no (laughs) so so that's really sweet tyranny of the past but there's no way that's a real line sweetie (laughs) that's a person in a suit (laughs) especially with a little swipe i don't know what i was thinking maybe i was very tired when i took these notes who knows um but yeah i really like the way they do because we see the flashes of green light and people being restored I also love that it's like, well, probably not nighttime. It's actually probably right before dawn, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: it looks so Halloween-y, which is uh-huh. a word, especially <laughs> when the Tin Man comes to life. But everything is like dark and bathed in this green light and yeah. there's like wind wrestling. Like the the Tin Man coming to life is what really makes me think like someone should be out trick-or-treating.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> so
0: I really, I really enjoy it. That's a, maybe that's a New England thing, not a... <laughs> Not a California. or other parts of the country thing. And this year, who knows? Because it's ridiculously hot. But oh. um yeah, it it's just a really cool look and the fact that the people who escape the Nome King's Palace as it's collapsing are transported to the field. So they're just seeing these lights. Yeah. I love that.
2: I it's do easy. too, because one of the things I love about uh the original wizard of oz is it it really calls to mind like old hollywood like the magic and majesty of old hollywood and i like that this scene right here seems like it kind of harkens back to that like you've got these giant klieg lights on the horizon and the city (laughs) sparkling and i think it's i think it's a wonderful throwback
0: and you've got you know the music going Uh
2: uh-huh uh-huh
0: it's all very like you almost it's funny when they're in the field and she's looking and the music is swelling and the lights are going. You're right. It is very, you know, pr- movie premiere. Uh-huh. And the lights sparkle out. They just cut to black and the credits rolled. <laughs> like, the, the way this minute ends, if that was the end of the movie, you would just be like, okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listeners, don't freak out. We've still got a couple more weeks. <laughs> uh, we're going to get some closure. But I just, the, the way it's building up. And the fact that the minute ends where it does always makes me think that <laughs> oh, could be the end of the movie.
2: So, does the fact that we see uh, the moon, like a full moon, does that mean that Oz takes place on our same physical Earth, like just in a different dimension? Oh
0: no! Why do I ask you all these questions that <laughs> led to such arguments? <laughs> um, oh man, don't make me pull out the map again. Um, <laughs> We determined that it couldn't... Oz can't actually be on Earth. Like, it's not like, oh, it's this oasis that no one has been to or hidden Uh or something. Uh Uh-huh. It can't because I followed Dorothy's path and the timing does not work out. Okay. Because, again, they used real town names in Kansas. So, Uh of course, I looked up the river and then followed it to see where it went. (laughs) Um. That does not mean this can't be some sort of alternate... What's it called when two planes of existence lie on top of each other?
2: Like a parallel reality or a...
0: Yes, yeah, a parallel universe or something uh-huh. like that. I, we had not ruled that out. Okay. It'd be weird if the only thing that bled through was the phases of the moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and the, the timelines are synced just enough that uh, there are people who look almost the same. Uh huh. So there's there's just enough overlap that you can tell uh-huh. it's parallel.
3: Uh
0: huh. I I hate to spoil it, but it's almost like it's very dreamlike. <laughs>
3: it's not a spoiler. <laughs> no no
0: no. I I mean to to be not fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> have not have to we spoiled
0: the movie? To spoil
2: have the we fun ruled of out that all, all these adventures are not. Dorothy having some kind of a mental breakdown and just everything's going on in her head.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah, has definitely been proposed.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: um I I choose not to believe it purely because I hate the early scenes in the doctor's office so much. Yeah, yeah. For my own mental well being, I need to believe that uh-huh. Dorothy travels to an alternate <laughs> universe and isn't just being electrocuted this entire time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that takes the movie to an even darker place. <laughs> I'm
0: just saying, yeah, it's, it's a valid theory. <laughs> for,
1: for a lighter place, though, <laughs> uh, the script originally did have another scene uh, kind of echoing your, your Star Wars prequel dreams.
3: <laughs> where
1: uh, instead of getting the, the separate reveals of the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion... Uh, here they're together and the tin man uh, turns from stone to gleaming tin. The cowardly lion returns to his furry self and the two of them look at each other, look look at each other, wondering what is happening. Huh. So it would have given them a little more character like, oh yeah, these two, they're friends, they know each uh-huh. other. Uh-huh. They don't have a line, but you would have mm. seen right The two of them interact.
2: Yeah, you don't see that at all in this movie.
0: Nope,
2: that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it's uh the the cowardly lion and the tin man I believe have no lines and has the scarecrow had all of his so far?
1: No, the, the tin man has a line.
0: Okay, he does in the in the later scene. Yeah. Okay. okay. He
1: he at least says ah and I think he he shouts <laughs> something <laughs> earlier too. Okay. I'm not going to say what he shouts cuz that we're just not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> But I think yeah, he does no. shout and he has, he says, he says, ah, oh, for sure. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like the dramatic, I guess they wanted more movement. If they're coming to life in these attack postures, you get a little uh-huh. bit more oomph to it uh-huh. than them just exchanging a look and like, that's true. The 10 man shrugging his shoulders.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> then they board in the skate pod. And, no, I'm just kidding. Um,
2: oh man she yeah. this this book lady so looks like judy garland though i they really i'm so yeah. curious about her
0: i would i don't even think i have a credit for her i don't have anything i noted down um now would you still be saying that if she was wearing like jeans and a t-shirt
2: uh i think i would her face looks a lot like judy garland's face i don't know if it's the lips okay. or something about her
0: yeah because to me she looks exactly like judy garland in meet me in saint louis yeah
2: she does she does look like yeah absolutely
0: <laughs> like like I said. Um, so I don't know how much of that is she uh-huh. looks like that character. Because the, alf- versus... the outfit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why I was curious. Like, if she was just dressed, you know, like I am now, uh-huh. th- there would still be a resemblance, obviously. <laughs> but I wonder if we would be making that connection. <laughs> um, and we did see her, we saw her stone form before. So I like that it, it's kind of stayed consistent. Although we don't get to see... Um, wasn't that dapper gentleman on the stairs? We don't get to see him come to life. Oh, right. This is a very matriarchal restoration. <laughs> the only men we see come back to life are no longer made of flesh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Dorothy and Mom be in charge. <laughs> After the man has been deposed. uh uh-huh. Now the ladies aren't, are back. Um... Anyone have other notes for this minute? No, I'm good. No, I think
1: that's that's it.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to backtrack us just a little quick bit. Did you see, you said you were a big fan of Return to Oz and The Wiz. Did you see those as kids or do you remember when that first entered your brain? Because most people just kind of like, I was a kid.
2: (laughs) Yeah, both of those are just, I was a kid and we'd watch them on TV every holiday and yeah, I don't, I don't have a memory of the first time I ever saw those.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder as movies by minutes grow, how much of that will still be a part of it. Of okay, when did you first see that? Because so many of them are either just a hazy, they were always there. And, and again, if anyone ever did the Wizard of Oz, well, none of us saw it in theaters. So
3: <laughs>
0: even even my grandmother hadn't seen it in theaters. Uh huh. So I I kind of wonder. How much that will be a part of it and then uh, now when people are doing newer movies mm-hmm. that too gets a little strange because it's like did you see it in theaters yeah i was on a date in college and we went <laughs> it's not not quite the same as the ones that came out when you were like in that sweet spot as a kid
2: right right absolutely
0: um yeah this one messes me up i i kind of wonder if uh your parents read reviews that mike's parents did not <laughs> and realized that this is not actually <laughs> <laughs> a, a true sequel. <laughs> That's a good
3: question. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, most people seem to think, "Oh, look, a sequel to The Wizard of Oz." <laughs> la la la.
3: It <laughs> was
1: the '80s, I think.
3: Yeah.
1: Yep. Disney kind of marketed it as a sequel. I think, uh, even with the reviews, they don't get quite to the heart. Of of what it,
2: of what it was. Uh huh. That's that's hard to do.
0: Whereas I just thought because embodying the other '80s stereotype, it was on TV and our TV was on. <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of it. I did find um, I have the V. What at least one of the VHSs that I know had the Disney commercials at the end of the movie, hmm. and Return to Oz was part of that. Uh-huh. So I have the VHS, I have a VCR, but the VCR is at the bottom of a top shelf in a closet. <laughs> so I have not yet gotten it hooked up to play through. And I'm also <laughs> going to let it play through because I'm terrified of breaking the tape. But hopefully I will capture that soon and can share it on our oh, Facebook nice. group. Because nice. that's like my first real memory of this. Mm-hmm. It's from that. So I I have a mission I will get to it. It's it, If the VCR was even on top of the pile on the top shelf, I could do it. It's like knowing that I'm going to have to move three things to get it. It's really, really holding me back here in the laziness department. Um, but yes, what, what I do eventually get that, I will post it on our um, Facebook listeners group. Uh, it's a closed Facebook group, but that's just like to make sure you're a real person and not just like a spammer um there's also a regular return to oz minute page which is where we post you know hey new episodes up and on the other social medias you can find us at oz minute and you can find us at the mothership and i will let mike tell you the address because it's his favorite
1: (laughs) well you can go to weogtogpog.com (laughs) <laughs> or you could visit com. It's the same site. You can just take the front door or the back door.
0: <laughs> and, um, Pete, I, I don't think The Wiz has come up very much on your podcast, although who knows now? I mean, <laughs> I didn't think Indiana Jones was going to come up that much on this podcast, and it's definitely, you know, yeah, need some repeat visits. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh why don't you go ahead and plug your amazing show that I love oh, thank you. just to gush for a little bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you. Yeah. We have a show where we do exactly what you guys do with return to Oz, but we do it with all the Indiana Jones movies and you can find us at Indiana Jones minute.com.
0: I just thought of a really good title. So it's ready it in the spreadsheet. Sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right.
0: Uh, I, I, Whoa. <laughs> all right. I'm going to, we're going to close out before anything
3: crazy happens. <laughs> Weog. Teog. Piyog. <laughs>